All right, Cowboys Nation, we've got former Cowboys safety and current host of the Players Lounge podcast, Barry Church, joining us today, man. He's in the building! <laughs> yo, yo, what's going on, man? I enjoy always bringing you on here. I told my peoples earlier today that if I got a question about defense, if I got a question about safety, you are my go-to guy. <laughs> I'll try to lead you in the right direction, man. I'll do the best I can. Um, you always do, bro. You always do. Listen, B, you played the position for nine years with multiple teams, multiple coordinators, and you've been around this organization during that 2020 year. When I say this, I mean Dallas Cowboys. Uh, how impressive was it to see the turnaround that Dan Quinn did with this defense, man? I mean, it was – I mean, words can't even really describe how big of a right. turnaround he had with this team. And then – and to me, it all comes down to the player's belief in the guy that's running the system. Because if you've seen it last year with Mike Nolan, we all seen it. It was, it was a train wreck. I mean, it was one of the historically bad defenses that the Cowboys have ever put on the field. And then just a year later, one year later, you get Dan Quinn in the offseason, who I think was probably the best free agent pickup, you know, the, the, the entire offseason. So Absolutely. they bring in Dan Quinn. And granted, he had a whole offseason. He had, you know, mini camp. OTAs, he had training camp, something Mike Nolan didn't have the year before, but this guy was able to implement his his design. He was able to implement his his culture on this defense, and, and those guys around there, the D-Laws, the Randy Gregory's, the Jordan Lewis's, they all bought into it, and the same guys that were out there on that historically bad defense the year before were out there playing some of their best ball of their career. I'm talking about Randy yeah. Gregory, Anthony Brown even was able to show out out there. We all know what Trayvon Diggs was able to do. So to me, Dan Quinn brought that energy. He brought that juice, that culture. He turned that whole thing around and made them a really respectable defense out there. I think they came in either second or first and taking the football away. So they had that big-time bend but don't break style of defense. They were good in the red zone, and they were the best defense on third down percentage-wise um, in the National Football League. So, to me, this turnaround was unprecedented. It was unbelievable. And, you know, I'm glad that this Cowboys team was able to retain yes. Dan Quinn, and hopefully he's able to build upon what he started here last year. I thought Dan Quinn was the most important free agent to bring back more than any of the players, honestly. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, this guy, he got the most out of all the players. I mean, if you look at it, a guy like J. Ron Curse, a yes. safety who we got, I think he was in his sixth year when we got him. Mm -hmm. And before that, he was really kind of a, a special team guy. You know, in Minnesota, in Detroit, he was one of those core special team guys. He may see the field every now and then on third down situations. It's kind of like a dime linebacker, but – there was no, you know, inkling that this guy would be something special. So we got him on a low on a low deal to come to Dallas, primarily, I think, for special teams. But he was able to show the type of leadership and his playing ability um, during training camp, and he, he caught the eye of a Dan Quinn. And Dan Quinn put that guy, I'm talking about J. Ron Curse, mm. in one of the best positions that he could and really maximized his potential out there. I mean, the guy – was locking up tight ends. He was playing great along the line of scrimmage. In the deep part of the field, he isn't as good, but he's he's definitely he's definitely able to go back there and do things. He's not you know just a terrible in the box type safety, right. kind of like how right. I was. But this guy can can kind of have the best of both worlds. And Dan Quinn was able to get the most out of him. And it wasn't just him. I mean, he got guys like KZ, Diggs, Anthony Brown, Jordan Lewis. All these guys became ball guys out there. And that's not to mention the D line, like what he was able to do with a Neville Gallimore. Uh, Odigizua, uh, what he was able to do with him out there. So, to me, Dan Quinn, he got the most out of all his players, and uh, hopefully they're able to bring the majority of those guys back. 
Yeah, most outsiders will see the big names like Demarcus Lawrence, Micah Parsons, Trayvon Diggs. But I, I think that J. Ron Curse was one of the top two most important players on that defense, period. And, you know, he was given that task to wear the green dot and be the quarterback of the defense, and, and he kind of turned into that leader, essentially, when you go back and look at some of the, the, the tape and the uh, behind-the-scenes stuff. But how common is it for a safety to get that responsibility, to be the green dot guy, or one step further, a brand-new guy who's never played with that coordinator? How common is that? That is rare. It's <laughs> extremely rare, and I don't care if you're, a, you know, Tyron Matthew, Earl Thomas, Safeties rarely get to wear the green dot. And in fact, in my playing career, I don't know if I've ever been across a safety that was able to wear a green dot. Mm. Because at that linebacker position, which the guys that are usually wearing the green dot and giving all the calls, basically the quarterback of the defense, you get to recall everything to both sides, either back end or the D line if you're that linebacker. But being a safety and having to be able to communicate all the way down to the D line and recall everything to everybody, it's extremely hard. And it just goes to show you how much faith and trust that Dan Quinn had in the J. Ron Curse to be able to give him that responsibility, to be able to say, okay, when the, when the ball is hiked or when the ball, or you guys are in the huddle, we want you to be able to give the, the call to everybody on the field, whether it's D-line, linebackers, corners, all that. And he did a hell of a job yeah. at that. And what also, you know, it helped, with, uh, it helped with Micah Parsons' development as well because now Micah Parsons didn't have to wear that green dot. He could just say, you know what, I see football, I'm going to go get football. He didn't have to worry about adjustments, making sure everybody else had the call. J. Ron Curse was back there handling that business. And if you've seen, once that, that Curse took over that green dot, Micah Parsons yep. began to take off as well. And I think that was a correlation right there. So to me, not only did Curse, you know, get that quarterback of the defense and get everything situated right, but it allowed Micah Parsons to take off and not worry about everybody else and worry about just seeing football and going to get football. So hopefully that's a thing that we see in the future as well. And I think that's what makes J. Ron Curse's his importance on this team even higher is the fact that he is the quarterback of the defense, you know, and he's about to hit free agency, uh, Barry. And you know a little bit about that arena yourself here in Dallas and sitting down with Jerry and Steven and those boys. If you could give him some advice when he goes and sits down <laughs> with Jerry and Steven, what would it be, man? Uh, well, I would definitely – it's kind of it's kind of both ways here because I would definitely tell him, you know, go get, go get your money. Go get as much money as you can because, you know, the NFL – it's it's not for long, as they right. say, what it what it stands for. So I would tell him to go get his money, but also I would let him understand that, A, the, the grass is not always greener on the other side. Mm. You know, the Dallas Cowboys organization is it's one of the best, if not the best, in the National Football League when it comes to taking care of its players, getting you the right hygiene, getting you the right uh, nutrition, getting everything in your body. The facility, its own, is one of the most high-tech, high-whatever-you-want-to-call-it um, in the National Football League. And I've been other places where, you know, their, their facilities aren't nowhere near as good as the Dallas Cowboys. And then you also got to think about it in this. When you're with the Cowboys, no matter how good or bad your team is doing, you're always going to get money off the field. You're mm-hmm. always going to be on that prime time schedule. So to me, you got to weigh your pros and cons of where you're at in your career. You know, if you think, hey, I got enough in the bank, I still want to be a part of this Cowboys franchise, I think they have something special then go that route. But if you think, hey, I need to get as much money as I can so I can set my family up for life, then you got to go get your money. But I will say the grass is not always greener on the other side, and the Cowboys organization is a top-run organization. Yeah, I hope they prioritize uh, J. Ron. I'm right there with you. Go get your bag, man. Go get your bag. Hopefully the bag is here. But um, I I talked about it earlier today that the Cowboys don't normally pay a ton of money to the position. Uh, they, They signed you to an extension. We talked about this before. 
after you tore your Achilles, wasn't it? Yeah, it was after I tore my Achilles, they were able to come in and sign me because at the time there was no security for me. You right. know, there was no like, all right, if I come back here, I don't know how I'm gonna play. So they were able to get me for about three a year. Um, that that in that time, I think it was like a four for twelve. So about three a year, uh, they were able to get me, but. Um, if I'm him, man, I mean, like you said, the position doesn't get paid a lot with the Dallas Cowboys, and there's definitely going to be other teams out there that prioritize the safety position a little bit more than the Cowboys do. Yeah, I think if they wanted to get him on a longer deal, which they didn't know he was going to play like this, but if if they wanted to, it would have had to been last year because he talked about the opportunity, getting an opportunity to showcase his skills. And when he said that, I started to think about you. Because you were here for a couple years, and then you finally got that opportunity, and you kind of took off and became a staple of this defense. And I'm hoping that J-Ron can kind of become that guy. But I know you understand how big it is to have that opportunity to to be that guy on defense. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. I mean, everybody in the National Football League, they all want to be that guy. They always they all want to be the quarterback of the defense and showcase their talents. And they want to be the reason why the defense is turned around in such a good way. And I feel like Jaron Curse was a part of that last year. Like you said, I think he was one of the one or two best defensive players on the field last year. Yeah. And for him to get that opportunity and him to be able to take advantage of that opportunity is huge because that's that's another thing with it. You know, players they get the event, they get the opportunity to go show it, but they don't take advantage of it. And that guy was able right. to go out there show that he was more than just a special teams player, more than just a third down defender. He can be an every down defender, whether it's in the box or whether it's in the deep part of the field at the safety position. And he was able to take advantage of that opportunity. Hopefully the Cowboys given another opportunity to further his game. But if not, I'm sure there'll be other suitors out there for Mr. Curse. Oh, 100% there will be. Uh, before I let you go, though, B, listen, hear me out on this one. So the Rams called mm-hmm. on Eric Weddle to come out of retirement for their playoff run, man. He got a, he got a ring. You got a playoff run in you, big bro? <laughs> Hell no. I'm going to tell you, I don't care what they offer, man. My knees hurt just running a mile the other day. Ain't no way in hell I'm going to hop on that field. You're going to see me get cracked back. My whole body going to break apart. They're going to have to carry me off that field. They ain't no way, man. My, my playing days are done, my boy. <laughs> How crazy was that, man? That was impressive. He been retired was, for two years. That was extremely impressive. I mean, the guy is, what, like 36 years old. He's been retired two years. He was coaching the Suns football team. And, mm-hmm. like, he, he might have, you know, got a workout in here and there. But I refuse to believe that that guy was, you know, training vigorously no to get back in the NFL. And, and for him to be able to go out there during that playoff run, not only, you know, not break apart, but he made some plays out there as well. I mean, hey. it's extremely, extremely impressive. They gave him the green dot. They gave that man, and he, he sat out two years. They gave him, and he, and he didn't like, it looked like he didn't lose a step. Yeah, he impressive. had everybody lined up. I mean, it, that was one of the most impressive uh, things about this playoff so far. Indeed, man, indeed. That was a fun Super Bowl, I think, man. And like we talked about uh, briefly, I, it was pretty cool to see uh, your your Pittsburgh brother and Aaron Donald dominate and get himself a Super Bowl ring. Oh, it was huge, man. It was huge. Uh, he, he put on for Pittsburgh, and he put on for Penn Hills out there, our hometown. And uh, he told her, and he said it in the NFC Championship, man, I want my ring. I want right. my ring. And he went to the Super Bowl, and, you know, he did his thing. He did his thing, and he was one of the, the big reasons, if not the reason, they were able to close out Joe Burrow and those Cincinnati Bengals. That guy's a legendary player, and in my opinion, he's a top three player of all time who's still ascending. You know, still. hopefully he can still play another two, three years and really, you know, insert his dominance on that standing. But right now, I mean, that guy, he's on top of the world, and he's much deserved. I hope that me, 
uh, coming from the same hometown, same city as Micah Parsons, I get to experience that as well. I can live vicariously through him as getting the <laughs> Super Bowl ring here in Dallas. So we'll see, bro. We'll see. We will see, man. Hopefully uh, these Cowboys go ahead and get one. Hopefully it's next year, but we'll see. That'd be great. A.B., I appreciate you giving me a few minutes of your time to come through, talk Cowboys defense, safeties, J-Ron Curse, and much more. You, as always, are awesome, man. And I definitely look forward to talking to you again, bro. All right, appreciate you, man. Anytime you need me, just hit me up. Yes, sir.